That's how we doing things. We starting it off like that. What's up, cuz? I'm chilling. What's going on, cuz? Chilling, you know. Same thing. Happy to be here. Yeah, happy to be here also, you know. Yeah, let's let's introduce our guests right yeah. away. Oh, yeah. yeah we're gonna let's, get, let's just get it in. Yeah, we're going to get right into it. All right, y'all. Everybody, back to progressive action. We have Mr. Lloyd Archer. Hey, what's up, y'all? All right. And also, back to progressive action, we have Mr. Harry Wills in the building. Good morning, everyone. How you doing? All right. He's probably competing now with Joe for like show appearances. Exactly. Right? Yeah, man. Definitely. <laughs> but I got about twenty more shows to catch up to Joe. <laughs> but just like Joe, it's always a pleasure to have you guys back to Progressive Action. Always a pleasure, you know. So, what's going on out there? You know, all these delays. Yes. You know these 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 train delays, and I actually felt bad for the customers. You know, they train car turned into a sauna. Mm -hmm. You know, they were stuck for like 40-something minutes. And to me, that's uncalled for. Yeah. 40-something minutes. And me being a conductor in situations like that, never been stuck for 40 minutes um, at, in one place. Um, rail control rarely communicates with us. They don't tell us what's going on. And if we don't know what's going on, then we can't tell the customers anything. So the customers is right. We read from a script. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we're being delayed because of train traffic ahead of us. Not every time is train traffic ahead of us. You know what I'm saying? So that's just the script that they give us to say. But when RCC, you know, they got they know what's going on, but they don't tell us anything. Right. So what actually did happen? Because I under, from what I understand, the power went out in a certain section on the F line over there. What happened? Yeah, exactly. That's, the, what, the, that's the, what happened? Yeah. The power went out. Train sat there. No rescue train didn't come. It was a TSS on the train. Now, by rule, after, at the 10th minute, we're supposed to walk through the cars to make announcements to make sure that the PA system isn't working. Why would I go walk through cars with angry passengers? Right, because you're asking for an assault. Asking for it. This is not, this is not the, the stairway to heaven train. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> this is New York City. Right, the OJs, they know what they're saying, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> these, pe these people is not going to be happy to see me. Oh, they go. They go be angry, <laughs> right? right. That's right. They go be angry. Mm -hmm. Why the train? That they just don't get it. You know what I'm saying? And delays, delays happen. Broken rails, signal troubles, power power issues, customers holding doors, sick passengers. You know, it it be things outside of the the train crew purview, and you know, we 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 get the blame for it because we on the front <clears throat> line, which which I understand. But, um, you and, know, and, you know, and then another thing I think about is how they push Opto. And, of course, they would love to push it, you know, and expand it further. But in situations like that, is two people, hell, two people is not enough to evacuate all those people off a train, let's say, in my eyes. But, see, okay. that was one of the biggest problems with, with that whole scenario. Uh, God forbid if that was a terrorist attack. They just showed you just how prepared that they are to evacuate people from a train that they had to sit there for 45 minutes. And the fact that um, that it, it took that long to evacuate the people from the train, for them to push another train out, to me, that's an emergency situation that should have been handled much better than what they handled it. And again, I don't understand why the union has not made any statement about that whatsoever to where, again, uh, this was a perfect opportunity 
for somebody from the union to be on television talking about this issue and talking about the dangers of what just transpired and how uh, I don't even know how many people how many people were on that train. For four hundred. Four hundred people on that train. Lives were actually in danger, and there seems to be no sense of urgency to remove those people from that location, which was horrible. I believe that they should have been evacuated. Yes. After after the tenth minute, they should have been considering. By the time 15, 20 minutes, evacuation. You got people with health conditions. It's hot. Right. It's a, like it was steaming on that train. You got to understand, loss of power, no AC. I saw the right. steam. No yeah. nothing. Right. You know in what fact, I'm that once they even got the train into the next station, I didn't see any police presence whatsoever. You know, they probably, maybe they were there and they just didn't show them on camera, but I didn't see any. You'd think that that, that uh, platform would have been streaming with police officers just in case. Because, again, nobody at that point in time, you were assuming that it was a power outage uh, in that block or whatever the case may be. But you, you really didn't know. So, therefore, that situation should have been handled in an emergency-type situation in 45 minutes tell you that it was not an emergency. From what I understand, that was the second time within two days mm -hmm. that they lost power in that same exact spot. Mm. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. At what spot was it exactly? Where at? Delancey Street on the F. Oh, okay. Mm. So, from what I understand, that that was the situation. But even with us, as far as us, they got us carrying an expired escape mask. Yeah, because I read that. Now, also. now, this is the this is the crazy part. You first of all, you got the division chair Crystal Young saying that an expiration date doesn't mean that it's ineffective. So, what's the point of the expiration date? Okay, well, let's okay. Tell her to drink that spoiled milk. Exactly. Did, right. That's right. That's what I, I'm saying. I, I, we'll, I we'll go get some milk, <laughs> and the expiration date is, let's say, uh, January 15th. How about that? January yeah. 15th, the significance of the date, right? Yeah. And then let's give it to her. Let's tell her to drink it, and let's see if, 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 if the expiration date doesn't matter. Yeah. And, and, and on those masks, as an ex-military person, if there's an expired date on it, then the filters in the masks are no good. Once they, once they sit around for a long time and not you. The filters actually dry up, so that goes to show you that the TA don't give a damn about the people down there in the subways or or the people or the or the workers. It's just madness. You know what's crazy about this situation? If you go get your own work shoes, you got to carry around a card. Mm -hmm. They will send you home if your card is expired. Does that mean my shoes expired, or does that mean that the card expired? Exactly. You ready to discipline me because I didn't? My card is not up to date, but for the mask, oh, it's, it's no big deal. You know what? Just get rid of the mask altogether. Because if an emergency does happen, who's going to have time to put that on? I think that what they go do with the union fighting this now, they're going to make us wear it on our person now. Yeah, but again, and, and I, I never forget one day, a few years ago, they had one of those uh, emergency scenarios up at Zariga uh, in case there was an issue on buses. And again, uh, I think I mentioned this once before when I was on the show. The one thing that's missing at those emergency scenarios is panic. When panic happens, uh, nobody's leaving anything calmly. Everybody kicks into survival mode, and everybody's trying to get on. Now, if I'm a passenger, and I see you trying to put on a mask, first of all, you're not even going to know anything happened because you're in a secluded location. So you're not outside in the, in, amongst the people that's riding on your train. So if people are falling out, and that's probably going to be the first sign that something is going on, you won't see that. So the odds are you as a train operator or conductor will not have the time to put on that mask anyway. 
So because again, uh, and then let's say for instance you do have the opportunity to put it on. If I see you running out of there with a mask and I'm a frightened passenger, you don't think I'm going to try to tackle you and take that mask <laughs> from you? I mean, because again, give it to my child or, you know, it's, it's panic is always missing from these scenarios. And that's something that they can't put in because they don't know how people are going to react in that situation. Ain't nobody saying, you know, we'll let the, the, conductor, the conductor and the train operator go and the rest of us will just stay here and die. You know, yeah. it's, it's survival of the fittest. People's going to kick it to survival mode. You know, transit operates in a in a perfect world. Right. Like just the same way y'all said with the uh with the wheelchair thing. With the wheelchair lifts, yeah. They didn't do it with inclement weather. Right. He did it in a controlled right. environment. Right. Like even when they teach us evacuation procedures in Coney Island Yard, you know, they 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 got this this um like a barn with a train in there. They fill it up with smoke. You can't see anything. But they train us, but like you said, the panic is missing. Right. You know what I'm saying? And one day of training doesn't qualify you. Right, because see, right, they fill it up with smoke, but you know that you're in training, so that's why there is no panic. Yeah, it's yeah. a controlled situation. It's a controlled environment, it's right? A control, a control and you know, right. you know what to expect, mm -hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? But you can't, you're not training the customers, right? They go be frantic. I mean, even with us, with the defibrillators being in the depot, I've never received training on a defibrillator, never. Me neither. And ne never. So that's what I'm saying. You have them in the depot. <clears throat> But how many people, and you're supposed to give that training to everyone, which you haven't. So how many people in the depot actually knows how to operate those defibrillators? And will those people that know how to operate it, will they be at the location if something happens, if somebody has a heart attack or something? You know, there, they, there is no uh, CPR training given to bus operators whatsoever. So, I mean, and I know in my 28 years, I've never received it. So that goes to tell you. <laughs> you probably ain't going to receive it. <laughs> not going down right but the the, the delays is, is definitely out of control um the ta they not being remorseful because it's happening more and more and more you know so i if i was a passenger i was i would be very upset because people don't even look at us as crews when that happens we end up working a whole day without lunch right, right so it affects us also we get late we come we, we we don't get off in time you know and things like that but people don't don't look at that the TA don't care about passengers. They don't care about their employees. You got the best thing TA could have could have done was go to the Metro card. Why? Because you already paid for your services. Yep. They don't. They don't they care. Got their money up they don't front. care. How many people you know leave thirty five cent on cards? That's right. Um, you know, seventy five cent on cards, and you know things like that. Mm -hmm. The TA don't care. Right. You throwing away your money. That's they right. paid already up front. Yeah. Know what I mean? And I don't, you know, people, I get into discussions with people about, you know, the TA, they, 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 they not a for profit. Explain that to me. Because for some reason, they always find them billions of dollars. In surplus, right. And, and, and somebody draw high, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> what company you know could find billions of dollars high in somewhere if you don't got money? Like if I, you know, I got money. Oh, I forgot I left um seventy five dollars in my gym pants. Right, but the, I mean, if, if you look at, it, I mean, they're building a new command center over by East New York Depot on Franchise Place. Uh, where's that money coming from? Again, uh, you just had this battle with the governor and the mayor with Samuelson helping uh, to bring in more capital <laughs> money. Uh, you you have it. I'm not sure if it's under the the public safety law to where there's something that's supposed to be the, the subway supposed to be in a state of good repair to where they're not supposed to wait until everything is falling apart 
to where now this summer they're going to be shutting down so many lines long term just to fix them. Uh, so uh, where was all of that money? What was what, was that money just sitting there? You're still asking for more. You still have the governor constantly removing money from the MTA's budget to balance the state budget. Uh, so what's going on with that money? And the public needs to wake up. And again, and the union needs to start speaking about these issues as opposed to sitting around uh, being uh, Cuomo's butt buddies. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're not protecting your membership. Uh, assaults are on the rise. And, and I posted a picture the other day uh, when I went to East New York Depot about them, you know, they telling you assaults on the rise. And pretty much from what the posters say, you're almost blaming the operator for those assaults because you're telling them what they can do, but yet you're not you're not doing any PSAs, any public service announcements telling the public uh, what they should do. I mean, you make a little announcement on the bus and on the train every now and then, but you should be spending money doing commercials, talking about uh, the dangers of, of assaulting a, a transit worker and how much time you can get to. The assault bill needs to change, period, to some mandatory jail time, and maybe then people will stop assaulting us and think we're punching bags. Have you ever seen slave masters give out PSAs for their slaves. <laughs> you know what I mean? They just don't care. Yeah, they don't. They don't. But see, it's it, it, going back again, when I did the um, the assault conference in 2012, I approached the MTA, and they dared not be involved in it because, again, we're their workers. I mean, my next move would have been to go to the uh, Daily News and, and a few other newspapers and talk about how they don't care about their workers. But they got involved in it. But see, the problem right now is that you don't have the people who we are paying to protect us, protecting us. I mean, right now, it seems like it's 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 not even on their radar because there haven't been anything, any conferences, no conversations um, to sit around and keep having these conversations, talking about putting cops on every bus and every train. That's not realistic. So let's talk about some things that are realistic that we can do to, to make our transit workers more safe. I mean, apparently, because most of our officers don't come to work any damn way, <laughs> so um, I guess they're safe sitting at home in their living room with their feet up watching TV. Um, so, I mean, again, there's nothing going on. There's no conversations going on. Uh, this is, again, another emergency that needs to be addressed immediately. And if you don't, if the union doesn't push that, then nothing's going to be done about it. So it's up to the union to start protecting their membership. What does the union push? Absolutely Sammy said for president yeah. of international. Oh, he got that already. He got the, exactly. Yeah. He got that in the back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, basically, they push nonsense and they push, they push uh, basically the fact that they're getting paid, sitting on their ass doing nothing, bullshitting the membership, f scaring the membership in some places. Yeah. So it's like you know, Wait, you, and and you know to go, to go back to you know the, the 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 budgets of building these facilities and transit and stuff like that. It goes back to what Jamel said. There's no boss of transit. Mm -hmm. There's nobody that started this company from day one and carried it to now where they put, they leave it to family members or whoever the case is, somebody who cares. The people who come here is only here to cre create hurt and go on with their careers. Right. That's it. Right. I mean, it's too much. You got the governor when he want to travel. He has an entourage. He has a car. Uh, he's riding around in his car with police protection. They got sirens and the whole nine yards. This man is not. I think I would love to know it's when. sirens. <laughs> I would love to know before he took that little train ride on the 2nd Avenue subway. When was the, the time before that? 
that he rode the subway system. Never. Exactly. So that's the problem when you're talking about, and you, and you look at the MTA board, they have easy passes, they got uh, uh, other passes and so on and so forth. So they're riding around in cars, and, and basically none of them are riding the system. So uh, the public need to understand that you got people that who are running the system who don't even ride the system, don't even use the system. So therefore, they have no idea what it is that the public is right. going through. Or, or they use the nice part of the system, the Long right. Island Railroad and the Metro right. North. Right. right, that's what, exactly, yeah. <laughs> the booze car, the, right. whatever they, the exactly. bar car, whatever exactly. it is. Right. I think they stopped that, though. Nah, it's still there. It is? Yeah. Oh, okay. I they stopped it. With, what they did was for, for um, what was was it not St. Patrick's Day? What's Irish? Which, which one of those? St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Day. One, they suspended it for one of those holidays for one day. They mm -hmm. said they're not doing it. Right. They probably well, most was turning of the people up. That, that's on the MTA board or, or up in these higher positions, they never worked in the transportation business anyway, if you really think about it. And these are people that's running this transportation um, system that know nothing about it. I mean, even, even, even in the depots where you got the, the, the bosses in there. They, the new bosses, they don't know anything about the Department of Buses. These are people that they found or that, that, that father, son that needed a job and they gave them a job because they're operating these depots totally different from, in, from, from a person that, that came up through the ranks. You can, if you look at the discipline, how they discipline people now. It's just totally off the wall and they're getting away with it. Instead of the union using their inexperience Against them, they just sitting back letting it happen. Yeah. You got a whole bunch of unexperienced union guys. Well, that too. <laughs> well, like I said, this is the Samuelson administration, so basically everybody's laid back and everybody's chilling, and that's just what comes with being in his. That, that that's what comes with being a rep in his, in his administration. Now, what amazes me is that if I talk bad about Samuelson to any of these people who he's paying to support him, if I talk bad about him to any of these people, they'll, they'll argue me down. I could stand there and say the worst things about a member, and they won't give me one argument whatsoever. They got <laughs> to protect one. Master, man. <laughs> Not one. <laughs> they got to protect the Master. <laughs> Not one. I, I'm interested to see who he's, who he's going to appoint. Yeah, that, that should be very interesting. <laughs> That's going to be very interesting, yeah. i like to see that also. I, and, and some telling me that he may not even do it. I think he will. I think he will because I think he's achieved what he wants to what he wanted to achieve. And then once he get elected in September, uh, then that solidifies that position for him for the next four years. So um, four, three, four, four, yeah, mm -hmm. for the next four years. So I think he, I think he will appoint. I mean, if you notice, everything seems to be hinged on how and what happens with him. Uh, no contract in 2012 until he got the vice president position. Now uh, it's it's you know nothing's going to happen as far as appointment until after he gets elected president because again once he's elected he's solidified his position he'll have his cronies around like he has them now I mean if you think about it Samuelson and his his people are pretty much untouchable nobody should have that kind of power to where if I do if if something happens I want to bring one of his people up on charges those charges are going to be swallowed but yet. If they want to bring me up on charges, you best believe that I'm going to be sitting in front of that e-board <laughs> and I'm going to be a member in bad standing. Uh -huh. and, and that's one of the things I keep saying I don't understand. Uh, how do you put a member in bad standing when we go out on strike and people don't pay their dues and now you, you, you automatically putting people in bad standing so they can't pay their dues so they won't be able to run? 
And that's the problem. It's about killing off all of your opposition. And our members have to wake up to that fact and they have to educate themselves to understand. Because once you educate yourself and you know what's going on, then that fear that you have of speaking out will go away. Mm-hmm. Harry always coming with the, with, yeah, yeah. With the gospel. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Always coming with the gospel, man. Oh, hell yeah, man. That's but, you know, with, 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 you know, Samuelson, he accomplished what he accomplished, you know. But he don't, he, him himself, he don't, they don't got no following. They just did a family day, 7,000 people, parking lot pimping. It looked at more like our 25 people that they claim that we have all the time, right? Um, what's up with the line of the numbers all the time with these guys? It's 5,000 for the mass membership meeting. It's 7,000 for family day. You shared the parking lot with the FDNY and NYPD, which they actually had a game against one another, you know, something that we should be a part of. What, what, was, was transit the cheerleaders? <laughs> well, I'm still trying to figure out why did you have family day on the same day that fire and police were having their family day at Coney Island. I mean, we always were able to, when they first started it in 2010, 2011, I think it was, that was the first time that we had family day at Coney Island. Uh, we always had to park to ourselves. Not to park, but yeah. that parking lot yeah. to ourselves. And we started off where we were playing against other TW locals, like uh, Local 234 in Philadelphia. That was the first game that we had. Now, I've seen that it, it, it's changed so much to where now you have each division have their own tables. That's not family day. The way family day used to be, even when it was up at Riverbank State Park, we all sat down and broke bread together. Mm-hmm. We all sat down on the tent. We all ate at the same time. We didn't go to a, a, a division-specific table in order to eat. Because, again, uh, it's pandering, like we were talking about before. I think you need to get rid of all of those other days that you have and have everything at Family Day. You need to have Russian Day at Family Day. You need to have Indian Day at Family Day, African American Day at Family Day. All of that needs to be done at that one location. Because, again, if we're talking about true family then it's our job to learn about each other's culture. And that's how you're going to bring us together. By keeping us separate, you're not, keep, you're not bringing us together. You know, they was, they was separate in that parking lot looking like vendors. Right, exactly. I saw the picture and I, I, I thought, I mean, again, it's just morphing into some to, something to pretty soon no one's going to show up. And getting back to the numbers and the number lying and this, that, and the other, I just think it's a shame that every time you have an event, you feel the need to put how many people were there. Why not just post how people were having fun? Why do you feel the need to justify <laughs> what was going on by numbers? Right, numbers yeah. I don't, I don't I, for the life of me, I don't understand that. What's what's the purpose? And I guarantee I, you nobody could explain that to I you. I think it is to justify all that money they probably stole for that day. Yeah. Probably. To tell the truth. But, you, but now that you mention that, I can't wait to see the LM2s for that next year because if you shared the parking lot, y'all should have shared right. the expenses. It should have been, exactly. been less. Been exactly. Y'all should less. shared the expenses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think the first year when they bought the free passes for the members to give to the members, they actually ran out. And uh, yeah, Earl used his credit card. He went and he bought more passes to give out to people. I don't know if that if that's what transpired. But see, one of the things that killed me now, Coney Island is now selling the passes every damn day. So the, the passes, so you can go into the park and ride as many times as you want to ride the rides all day long. Yeah. Uh, Coney Island is now doing that. But again, the way it used to be compared to the way it is now, it's not family. We're too separated. We're too separate 
to where, you, like uh, Neil DeLund said, you got Map Stowe on one side, you got TA Surface on one side, you got MTA Bus on another side. I mean, if we're supposed to be family, then we should all be eating from the same table, breaking from the same damn bread. Correct. They don't believe in family. No, they don't. You know, that, and it's right. They use the number system, oh, this amount of people, because when you say a certain amount of people was there, it make it seem like, damn, I should have been a part of it, or they'd be probably be a part of the next one. Right. You have an empty parking lot. Right. It was an empty parking lot. You got 40-something thousand members. You couldn't bring out, somebody said it was 2,500. It didn't look like 2,500 mm. people was there either. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, I, I should have counted, had somebody count the parking spots for me. And then you got to remember, it's not just members that, that was out there. It was it was their it was their families. They brought their kids, so it wasn't purely. Let's say let's just say if it was twenty five hundred, it was mixed in with kids and stuff the like family, that. Their right. family, right? Yeah. So it wasn't all members. But they said it was seven thousand combined. It probably wasn't. I worked that day. It wasn't seven thousand people in the park itself, right? In Coney Island, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the whole park overall. <laughs> yeah. So everybody was. <laughs> Everybody was in, was in the parking lot. Well, see, my my biggest concern is that you 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 you're inflating those numbers, and you keep talking about seven thousand people was at Coney Island. I guarantee you, if they tallied the numbers of people who came to the union meetings, if they kept a tally of that, I guarantee you, in one year's time, we don't even have seven thousand people coming to our union without meetings a, in a in a year's time. Without a doubt, guarantee it. Because I could tell you, conductors alone. It's probably like two hundred right. for the year. Then you getting ten people maybe a meeting, and that that's that that's horrible. That's horrible. Right. You you you're letting these guys get away with pure team murder. They have three or four people in the meeting. They have the meeting for ten minutes and then they adjourn. Nobody's there to put pressure on them. Nobody's there asking questions, which they love because they don't have to answer. And when you do ask them questions, you got to watch them dance. They do a dance <laughs> and that, that, that's unbelievable. And um, when I used to go to the meetings, they, they would always try to calm me down. I didn't, I didn't want to hear calm down. Answer the question that I'm, at, you know, that I'm asking you. Once you put pressure on them, you make them do their job. And the members need to wake up and understand, oh, I'm not wasting my time going to the meeting. Um, nothing's going to get accomplished. That's not true. Once you put pressure on these guys and you constantly put pressure on them every month and they know you're coming, you force them to answer the questions. You force them to do what they're supposed to do. And a lot of guys, they can, they can be Facebook gangsters, but once these guys come into the depot, they sit back and they let them tell them and say anything, even if they know they're lying. You, you call them out. You got to call them out. You can't worry about or be afraid of your union, your union person. You cannot worry about that. Right. And, it, and, a, and a, I'm sorry to cut you off, Lloyd. And another thing that was my pet peeve was, and we have the proof because people did live videos during the contract time when they were selling the contract. Yes. They came around to all these depots, preferably Map Store, and these nobody said shit and all these de- I mean, you had a few people like in KB, Junior Watson, a couple of other people who represent in map store and they and they put pressure and they ask questions. But other than that, it's 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 like they come in there and they and they just and, and they just pass say just say anything and nobody has nothing to say. Why are people fu- so afraid in buses? I don't understand. Map store. I I, I can't figure it out. I, I don't understand it either because if you're gonna sit up there and I, and I wish I had wound up in map store because before I took the <laughs> TA test I should have went there. Um 
To sit there and you're going to tell me that if I go against this man who is 100% wrong, that he's not going to give me any overtime or he's not going to give me exactly the day where off. I was going. My thing is this. Then you just gave me the right to stick my foot right up your ass because you're messing with my money now. You're messing with my family. Again, if I'm due to get overtime, then give me what's due. I'm not asking for anything extra. And, and of course, the people that, you know, in these little cliques that go on in a lot of these garages, uh, the people that follow these these uh these so-called chair people or whatever the case may be, you know, they're getting the extra days off, they're getting the extra overtime and so on and so forth. And I don't understand as a group of people where you're talking about three, four, five hundred people in one garage, how do you allow one person to dictate to you what's gonna happen in that garage? Or and then control, you constantly then you constantly keep revoting that person back in. But don't is it the same thing for TA Surf? TA server, they practice the same thing? Or well, we don't control the overtime, but I'm quite sure if you go, if, you know, some of these chairs go and whisper in management's ear, whatever the case may be, you know, uh, then, of course, that's probably happening there. But I, I don't think you should ever, ever, ever fear your union rep. Remember, we pay them to represent us. We are their bosses, and you should not have that fear. And when one person sees a, a, a depot chair undermining or doing wrong against somebody else and everybody needs to stand up. Because one of the things that I learned about in this union is that as long as it's not them, then they're okay with it. But the minute it becomes them, then because I stood up, now they're looking for me to come and help them out. Yeah. But, uh, you know, come on. We all got to come together. Everybody got to come together. Stop this, this nonsense. Look at what's going on right now with the elections for the e-board, for the missing seats on the e-board. Somebody has to explain to me in the, in the, the Stand United um, camp, how is it that you keep, and, I, and I'm going to give you the answer to this question, so this is not a rhetorical question, <laughs> okay? How is it that a division chair who holds a division chair position is now running for e-board, okay? And the reason that is is because it's all about control. Um, one of the things that uh, the, our, what we did when we ran with Samuelson when we first came in, we promised that no e-board member would be on staff. So see, this is his way of circumventing that because all division chairs are on staff. So now you turn around and you're running uh, division chairs for e-board. So now you're even more so solidifying that power, that power base that he has. And that's what said every member in, within the sound of my voice need to understand that when you're voting, for Crystal. Crystal is already division chair. Uh, Claude Marshall is already division chair. And they both stand united. Okay. And they both stand. And Claude wasn't stand united. Claude, and he's real disappointing to me, but I'm sorry. Yeah, Harry. Claude <laughs> wasn't stand united, and neither was Crystal. Neither one of them was stand united. But now, once they got the taste of the flavor, now you, you want to run for eboard because, again, there's nobody to stand up on the eboard when something is wrong. I have not heard of one resolution that was passed at the e-board that gives the power back to the membership. Everything is to either remove somebody from office or to further solidify their power that they have on this e-board. And then it translates. It translates to the international, to where now those very same people are now sitting on the international e-board. So again, you will never be able to get any justice under this type of uh, system if we keep allowing this system to thrive. It hurts us. It doesn't hurt them because these people are already making over $100,000 a year. Mm -hmm. It hurts us, the working men and, men and women of Local 100, because they are not working men and women up there. I was up there on Monday. The place was a freaking ghost town. It was a ghost town. So my thing is this. 
We have to change. We as a membership have to take back that power and stop putting uh, two people that hold uh, one position, let now allowing them to hold another position. The top four cannot run for multiple positions. <clears throat> if that's the case, then that should be the case throughout every position in Local 100. There needs to be a bylaw change that states that you cannot run for two positions on any level. So then that way we're, you're able to stop the nonsense of where now he's solidifying his base even further of putting people, division chairs, because you got Willie Rivera, division chair, um, e-board member. You got Donald Yates, division chair, e-board member. You got, uh, uh, who is it? There's a few Claude, other people. Claude Marshall. Claude Marshall who's running now. Again, you have a, a there's a few other people that's on the division chairs. And you forgot about him being, um, right, depot chair as well as, right, as well, right. as, well as uh, division, division chair. chair. Right, division chair, depot chair, and then now he's going to be, he's running for, uh, uh, what's that? I have nothing Ooh. against Claude, Talk but I just think that takeover. it's a, yeah, I just <laughs> think that it's a system that needs to be stopped and it needs to be stopped immediately. And everybody within the sound of the voice of Progressive Action Radio Show need to vote for the opposition because you're killing yourself. This is not, like I said in the first show that I was here, this is not about friendships. This is not about, oh, I like him and this, that, and the other. This is about your future. This is, it, to me, it's, it's always good to have opposition and no matter what position you have. Like I hear people on Progressive Action talk about I'm leaving Progressive Action because uh, we can't never come together. Dude. Ladies, gentlemen, we will never have complete <laughs> unity. <laughs> yeah. It will never be there. Opposition is a good thing. Opp opposition is democracy. That's what that's about. If you put another division chair on the e-board, that's not democracy. Your vote will not count for anything if you allow that to happen. Yeah, you're right. Now, one thing I want to correct you on, Crystal Ben, Stand United. Mm -hmm. She ran with them 2012. Oh, Understand she did? United, yeah. Mm. <laughs> hmm. Then last election. Oh, last she, election she went independent. She went independent, but oh, she okay. was originally staying united. Now I don't trust the independent move that she made. I believe right. that she always that was her plan. Yeah, could have been a plan again. A lot of people they they'll put a lot of people forward to run for uh, independent so they could split the vote. Yeah, and you could tell who staying united is. They, they the communi communications department always put together their flies. Oh yeah, yeah, for whatever, yeah. For whatever they do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But even speaking about the e board. You know, the people asking, uh, you know, what Crystal seemed like the person to beat. Well, she's the incumbent. Mm -hmm. They are the hardest to, you know, to beat. They got the resources. They got the power behind them. She's a division chair. They got the time. She had the emails, yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? She got the email list or whatever. So, you know, it's things that they can attack. But the fact that she came in number four, mm -hmm. mind you, she was on vacation. Mm -hmm. She's around trying to get signatures. That's alarming. Yes. You know, a progressive action nominee got first place and we didn't even go hard like that you know that's telling you something <laughs> that you, yeah. the members may be waking up but it's going to take it's i don't know what it's going to take for them to, to 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 really wake up and just clean house because in 2000 i guess the members were just totally fed up with Willie James and whoever ran this union the old regime basically. the old regime they just was fed up and they just cleaned house even it even went as far as we went to the convention, and the only reason why we didn't clean house is because they had the master of ceremony on the stage, which is Sunny Hall, which was Sunny Hall. I mean, I never seen nobody control a room like that. But as far as the local is concerned, 
we cleaned house. And most and and I think the only ones that were left over was Tony Utano from Maintenance Away. Everybody else was gone. It takes it's gonna take them to really feel pain, which I think is coming soon. This tier six was wasn't enough. I don't know what else has to happen for these members to wake up. Yeah, because they gave us two point five percent. They gave us. They gave us. How much did work. you get? How much did you get out of the two point? I didn't I see. I, I, honestly, I don't see no raise on my check. Um, workers comp PPO caps on our OTO. You know, they did a whole bunch of things to us that. What is going to take for you to wake up besides you losing your job? That's right. But people need to understand the the, uh, the officers are not under a PPO. Okay, when they go out on workers' comp, That's they're right. not under a PPO. Uh, they, you got to understand also that they 2.5% is a hell of a lot more than your 2.5% because your 2.5% is based on 30-something dollars an hour. Mm -hmm. They 2.5% is based on $100,000. Mm -hmm. So their 2.5% is a hell of a lot more than your 2.5%. So people need to understand that. But again, you have to stop the gangster that's going on right now. I mean, and that's what it is. It reminds me of a, 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 a gang war. And and again, like I said, a gangster. I, I, who's this? I think somebody said a couple of minutes ago, a hostile takeover. I did, yeah. And, and, and it's not, and the sad part about it is it's not hostile. We're giving it to them. The members keep giving it to them based on the fact of I like this person, I like that person, I like this person. It's been a total failure. Uh, this administration has been a total and complete failure. There's no militancy right now. Uh, I see Governor Cuomo had a labor event, uh, uh, what was it, earlier this week. And for the fact of the matter is for our local to have been there, it's shameful. It's shameful that this man has stuck it to us, but yet every time he calls, we come a-running. And the fact that uh, it was all officers, mostly staff, if not all staff, that was there because the word was not put out to anybody. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. I didn't know nothing about yeah. it. Right. So what, did you seriously, was this seriously about labor or was this seriously about Cuomo's uh, about to make a run for president in 2020? I mean, because in my opinion, that's what it's that's what it's all about. You look at a lot of the moves that he's making right now, and then when the man want to stand up there and say, "I ain't got nothing to do with the MTA," that's not me. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that's not me. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's it, again, we as the membership have to wake up and understand the power that we have. We have power. That vote. Do not allow anybody to talk about bring me your ballot and I'll mark it for you. If you was whether you was for Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton. If one of those people, when you stepped into the booth to vote, if one of those people was in the booth and they told me, let me mark your ballot for you, what would you do? You, there's no way in the world you would allow them to mark it for you, whether you was voting for them or not. You still wouldn't allow them to. So why do we allow that to go on in our union? That's, that's something that we have to understand, and people have to understand that they have a fight back. Your vote is the fight back. Fight back. Yeah, like I said, fear. It, 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 that fear is just, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's going to take, but that fear is something else, Harry, in these depots. Yeah, but you know what? I don't condone violence, but if you're messing with my money, <laughs> if you're messing with my money, Absolutely. all right, then I will wait for you outside. So, no, I don't condone violence. And then at certain depots, I see uh, probies getting fired left and right, left and right. They, and you keep telling them there's nothing that you can do for them. Yeah, there's nothing you can do for them if you sit on your behind and you don't even make an attempt to go and talk on their behalf. Let me ask y'all, who is Denise Merritt? Don't know. Up in, she's an operator up in Gun Hill Depot. Okay. All right, because she's she's running for e-board also. But even when you look at, you know, between Claude and, and um, 
you know Liz numbers. It's no, it's not no big, right? It's, it's no big gap. Mm-hmm. So Liz actually have a chance, right? If you ask me. Well, I'm hoping again that people will understand what what's going on and not. Claude is your division chair. He's a depot chair. How many positions does this man need? How many yeses does Samson need? He already <laughs> got two from two positions. You got a yes for Claude on on uh, division chair. You got a yes for Claude from as depot chair. Do you really need another yes on e-board? You totally control the e-board as it is now. So yes, you need that balance. You need that check and ba- checks and balance. No matter what it is, you still need that check and balance in any organization. Is Claude the guy that told the conductor to be quiet? Yeah. That's him? In the video, yeah, that's him, yeah. And basically, you know, Marshall, right? I never, I heard a lot about him through the years. I never met him. But from what I understand, he's always been in Gun Hill. So I don't know how far his popularity goes throughout the, throughout the Bronx. But Liz, from what I, from what I know, again, she, she, people know her in Gun Hill. And people also know her in West Farms. You know, so basically that's what I mean by say I don't know how, you know, like I said, maybe she, I think she has a good chance. Well, the problem you know? is, again, you got the depot chairs who's helping Claude out. Right. So, that's so, the thing. So that's Lyle the thing. And, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, again, that the members should get the facts, listen to both sides, and make an informed decision, not make a decision based on fear. No, I, I totally agree. Of course. I totally agree. But, but back to fear. These guys, Harry, you said gangsters. They're not gangsters. No. They're wanksters. They're, <laughs> <laughs> they're not gangsters. They, they run in packs. None, none of them will go one-on-one with anybody. They have to have their, their, their peanut gallery standing behind them, just like in East New York <laughs> when I was there. Willie had six guys to back him up for whatever I was on his ass about. Um... JP is totally missing out of the scene. I've, I, everybody I ask, have you seen him? No, no, no. And what kills me about it, this is the exact same thing that we fought over and tried to stop with this union back in 1999 all the way up to 2000. Now you're a part of it. And, you, and, and you're condoning it basically because you're not speaking out about the, 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 the wrongness going on. So, T.A. Surface, if y'all guys vote, vote these guys back in again, shame on you. And you need new blood out there. I'm always available. Harry is available. You, you, just you got to step up to the plate. You got to step your game up. And as far as the gangsters in the depots, Fresh Pond is one of the worst. I get calls about Fresh Pond. The guy stands in the middle of the room. Anybody write a letter on me, I'm going to make the whole depot suffer. Who, who say that? The um, union the, rep? Yeah, the union rep in the depot. <laughs> and you know what? They stopped writing letters on them. I said I was going to come here and be nice tonight, but <laughs> my medicine wall. <laughs> but this guy, these guys are really out of control. And nobody's doing anything about it. I, I, I'm retired and I'm still hearing stories. I wish some, I wish a union rep would I wish anybody in RTO say that, union rep. You better not do it. But it's just like Harry said, they, they, are, they fear these guys they because they want guys. the overtime or they want the days off. The right. They want to get their name in the book. And even the hearings. They don't want them to look the other way in the hearings. Yeah. That's another uh, uh, thing. Yeah, exactly. but because, but, see, RTO, again, 
y'all have that militancy because y'all really don't need the union for anything. Y'all don't need the crew office do everything. I can't remember when RTO voted up a contract, and I've been on this job a long time. They always vote the contracts down. Yeah. Yeah, but see, that's what No, that's untrue. People keep saying that. That's untrue. I searched the contracts. RTO voted every one of them yes. Only this contract they voted down. I don't, I, you sure? Positive, especially the last one. It was, the numbers flipped. The numbers went from yes to no. It like did a, ba- a, a total turnaround. But see, it goes back again to the members educating themselves because as I spoke about on the show, I think the first or the second time I was on there, you go into that office and they're speaking English, but you don't understand a word that they say, what that they're saying. So therefore, again, you're lost. So therefore, you feel the need to have this guy sit up there and do your bidding for you. But if you knew what, I mean, it's good. don't get me wrong, you should always go in there with your rep, but you should always be aware of what's going on and know the procedure of what's going on. So therefore, they can't sell you a bag of goods or, you know, a bag of bad goods or whatever the case may be, uh, or, or expiration <laughs> mask and so on and so forth. I mean, we, we have to educate, the members have to educate themselves. The information is there. Everybody's got a cell phone. Go out there, get a copy of your, your bylaws, get a copy of your contract, read it. If you don't understand it, then ask somebody to yeah. do. I mean, we, if once you educate yourself and you know how uh, step one hearing works, step two hearing, uh, and arbitration and so on and so forth. Some people got four steps. But uh, learn that in your department, and then that, that way you don't have to totally rely on anybody. Now, I just gave Lloyd the, just the last, the last one, 2014. What, what does it say? For train operators. Train operators, 72.9% uh, total votes. Wow. 1,037. Vote, uh, no votes, 281. Yes votes. What is that? 900 and change. Yeah, 903. <laughs> see? Wow. All right. I stand correct. No, that, see, that was a rumor going around. Oh, RTO. No, we didn't. See, and that's what I try to tell people the difference was that what was so different, this contract? It was progressive, progressive action. action yes. mm-hmm. Progressive action was the difference, the difference maker. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why I was contacted by one of Samuelson people about they know the power that I got, but mm-hmm. they not giving me my respect because I'm black. And, and that and the fact of that they can't steer you. They can't control you. Yeah. If I can't control you, then I'm not going to uh, put you in a position of power. You have to take that position of power in order for you to want to get your agenda and get the membership agendas across. Again, it happened It happened in 2010 when Samuelson won. People felt like that it was enough of the uh, Tucson administration, so now let's give somebody else a try. Hopefully next year the same thing will happen because we're talking about third term, that this is the third term that these guys are on, and we're no farther ahead financially, uh, discipline-wise, right. or any otherwise. We're no farther ahead. You know what's crazy? We, I want to speak about a little bit of history now. The um, what's the name of the? I forget how, how what's the name. The Transit African American what's the, society. African American society. All right, okay. African American Society. Right mm-hmm. now, I, I ran across this article. I was doing research. First of all, you know, shout out to Mike Quill, but Mike Quill didn't do it by himself. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying he had black people in particular, a dude named um John Burnell, and Roosevelt Watts help right. him in particular build you know, the union, the TWU thing. You never hear about these guys. You know, throughout history, uh, black people always been left out 
or the, the wrong story was told with us. You know, that's just history. But they helped Quill put together, you know, this union and, and things like that, right? But if I could interrupt you for a quick second, too. Uh, if you notice what happens in every depot and every TW office or location or local, I think Local 100 was the only local that had a Watts room. Everybody has a Quill room. But I think only at 80 West End Avenue did we have a watch room. I would love to know if wow. we have a watch room in the new building. Did I? I seen a room. You know, that's a good question. I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask. <laughs> good question. I'm wow. going to ask that. I, I, yeah, did, good I, question. You know, yeah. I mean, of course, I, this is new to me, but I'm, I'm going to ask. But when you look at the um, Society of the African American, whatever it's called, they, were, they came about in 1968, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, six years after Mapstore was born, basically, in 62. Um, they was built off a character of African-American employees fighting for other African-American employees. Now, you fast forward to, the, to, go. to the, 49th, <laughs> the 49th anniversary where they honored Earl Phillips, a man who knows what Samuelson is doing to this membership, in particular, the African-Americans on this job. Mm -hmm. You suspended... A program that mainly affects women and mm -hmm. African Americans. You stood by that. My question to them, and I, I am going to ask them, why did y'all, why did y'all honor Earl? What has he done? I did more for the black community in transit than Earl has done his whole fucking career. You know what I'm saying? What has Earl done? He hasn't done. He's a coon. Somebody told me that uh, that they asked that question, and the answer that was given to them was, "It's political." Political or what? To sell, to, I, yeah, to, that, to that sell was, tables? That was, yes, that was the answer that they was given, was that it was political. And I, I still don't understand how an African-American organization could be political uh, to where you're <laughs> selling tables to certain people. Now, one of the things I want to speak on, again, is uh, the race aspect of it. Again, I'll say it again, and I know you're not going to agree with me, Tramel. I don't think Samuelson is a racist. I think Samuelson is a lot more dangerous than that. And the fact of... He does what's called ethnic manipulation. And that ethnic manipulation is that you go out there and you seek the most popular people of their race. And you use those people to now go out there to bring those votes in. You use them in several different ways. You use them because of the friendship. You use them by, uh, they get these votes into you by use of intimidation, okay? And, and it's a shame that we have people who have bowed down to that ethnic manipulation to what's going on in our local. Because again, uh, we're suffering. The membership is suffering. Even though they don't, they don't see it because I don't think that the, the officers care to see it. They don't care to see it. They don't give a damn about you. All they care about is that come time for your vote. I want your vote. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I'm gonna do whatever I gotta do. Come slapping you on your back, uh, uh, coming to your birthday party and so on and so forth. But I don't want you at my birthday party. I don't. I don't do the party scene or whatever the case may be. I want you to work hard so then I don't want to have to work hard. I, want, I don't want to have to rely on overtime because right now overtime is at is, 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 is it abundant. It's abundance right now. But let's think about what's going to happen in the future once they get all of these tracks fixed. They get all these signals fixed and everything that they need to get fixed and worked on. What, what's going to happen then? That overtime is going to disappear. And now is the time to fight. Just like you hear everybody talking about fighting Trump now. No, the time to fight Trump was before he got in office. Correct. That was the time to fight Trump. Now he's in there. 
He's you got the the um well Democrats are weak as hell anyway because I think they're some of the biggest freaking sellouts that there is. Yeah. But yet we keep talking about we're progressive because we endorse Bernie Sanders. But yet we keep endorsing the same damn uh, Democrats that has made that, that has not stepped up. So uh, we we have to stop looking at the fact of that Samson is racist because I think that's that's the easy way to say that he's racist. That's easy. To say that, which I don't th- again, I don't believe that he is. I think he's a lot smarter than that to where he is using ethnic manipulation to keep himself in the power because he knows that I, if I know that I can buy you, then that's what I'm going to do. Because remember, I'm not using my money to buy you. I'm not using my money. I'm using the members money. And that's the sad part about it is that they are using our own money against us to hold us back. And that's something that has to change. Samuelson is a racist. I don't care what you say. Like I said, I know. You, that's what I'm saying. Saying. I said. I know you're going to. I'm going to tell you why. Mm-hmm. How many Black History Month celebrations did he go to during his administration? Well, only I know the first one he was at. I don't remember any. Okay, of he right. he went to everything else. Mm-hmm. You look at something how how enthusiastic he was to call me or you know whoever else um, who rationalized with me scabs, mm-hmm. but. You became best friends with John Landers, a guy who attacked your family, mm-hmm. who attacked your kids. You put it to the side. You know, what's, what's worse to you, somebody who's attacking your family or somebody who's saying that I can't afford to strike if we was to go on strike? Right, but you look at even Mike Cadero who ran against Samuelson, uh, and all of a sudden, I mean, again, it's that you have to look at a lot of people. Cadero ran against Samuelson for the presidency? Yes. <laughs> How many votes does Cadero get? <laughs> I gotta have a conversation with I'm him. I'm not about laughing, it. but yeah, <laughs> I'm laughing. Not many, but uh, my thing is that again, you look at how a lot of his enemies. He's he's bringing them in. He's 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 bringing in a lot of the enemies. He's putting them on staff, and these Nelson people, like Rivera. I said, they yeah, they're fighting. They're fighting. Like I said, you say something bad about Samuelson, they'll fight you to the death. But you can sit up there and talk bad about the membership all day long, and they will agree with you. They will literally agree with you. And that's something that the membership have to understand when you see these faces. These are not faces that's, that's fighting for you. Fixed tier six, what does that mean? Because I see the shirts. It's just a slogan. But I, still, just a slogan. Right, I, haven't got, I haven't received an explanation on what, did that, what does that mean. I know there's supposed to be some, uh, some, something that was written, and it's supposed to be trying to wake, work its way through. But my issue with that is this. You have to start at the top. Now, again... You've been doing Cuomo's bidding on everything that he wants. If Cuomo does not sign on to fix the part of tier six that you've written in that bill, then it's never going to get done. So this is one of those issues where you have to start at the top. If you look at what what Seabrook accomplished in a time when Pataki was the governor, okay? Seabrook, who was the the head of the corrections uh, union, he accomplished a lot with Pataki. I mean, even though he, what he did, he told Pataki, I'll endorse you, threw some money his way or whatever the case may be, even though he knew his membership was never going to vote for him, but he used him in order to get what he wanted for his members. In this case, it's just the opposite, to where the governor is using our local to basically beat us over our own heads. And, and to bash the mayor. Right, right. He's beating us over, I mean, because if you look at a lot of the, I mean, you use, they used him to go against the mayor to get more money for the capital budget plan. Who is this money going to? If you look at a lot of the construction that's going on, it's being done by private contractors. It's not being done by MTA workers. 
A lot of the work is being done. Work that can be done by us. You have a lot of craftsmen on this job that, can do, that can do the work. Yeah, P&E and structure maintainers exactly. and all of that, yeah. Right, so a lot of that work <coughs> is not being done by us. It's being done by construction trade. When Cuomo first ran for office, Samuelson hated Cuomo with a passion. He made it very well known. And to show you how much Cuomo knew about Samuelson and how much Cuomo hated Samuelson himself, he put Gary LaBarba, the head of construction trade, in charge of transportation on his transition team. Okay? That, that, that says a lot right there because he knew that Samuelson and Gary LaBarba didn't get along. <laughs> but now not only is Samuelson doing the governor's bidding, he's also doing the bidding of construction trade. He's, doing, he's gotten more money for them than he's gotten for his, his own workers. membership. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hurting us, you know. But, but what kills me, just what you said, Harry, <clears throat> when, 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 is the mem- when are the members going to notice all of this? Going on. I mean, I mean, it's, it's not rocket scientists. If you and P and E and you're a carpenter, if you and P and E and you're a plumber, if you and P and E and you're an electrician, you don't have to be in P and E. You're just maintenance away, and you got all these guys coming on the job, working on the tracks, working in the stations, and you can do that that work. You got 20 guys that can do that work, or 100 guys can do that work. Why aren't you giving me the work instead of being outside? When are they going to wake up and say, well, that's our work? Because I know for a fact, you step on a union, you step on a union site, and you're not, you don't belong to that local, you might get your head bashed. You in. will get your head bashed. You will get your head bashed. Yeah. 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 Exactly, saying? yeah. So what the hell is the problem here with Local 100? What's the problem with it? Why are you letting this guy constantly, like Harry said, bring somebody else in from another construction company Doing your work. That's this scabbing. is your work. That's yeah. scabbing, really. Yes, it is. Yes, exactly. It is. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. He's the biggest fucking scab out here. Exactly. And that's that's just why the Long Island Railroad, they really don't want anything to do with him because he screwed them over in that contract before this one. It, it, it It's ridiculous. People, if you're listening, y'all got to wake up. Come on. He's getting away with murder. Oh, he got away with it already. He's yeah. gone. Yeah, he's it's gone. gone. He's gone. Exactly. The, the big Lubinsky, that's what they call it, when they stole all the money and then ran off and nobody ever caught him. I mean, yeah. come on. I mean, but you it, even look at what's going on at other locals at the at the International, as Joe Campbell said. He can't even get these people to, to he can't even get an audience with presidents at other TW locals because they're afraid of the ramifications of even sitting down and talking to him and his running mate to even hear what they have to say. I mean, again, I thought we lived in America. I thought this was a land, supposedly a land of democracy, which you all know is bullshit. But um, <laughs> it's, it's a point of to, when I'm going to be afraid to even sit down and talk to somebody, to hear, to hear what they say. He can't even gain, garner a meeting with some of these presidents because for fear of retribution that they may get from Samuelson. But the thing, this is Joe, to me, his strategy is wrong with it because he needs to speak to the members. He needs to find out where they at. I'm quite sure they're on Facebook. Find all their groups that they at and, and speak to them there because you don't got to speak. Like, I don't have to speak to Richie Davis or Donald Yates to have influence with on his members. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing it now through progressive action. You know, Joe posts, he posts international stuff in New York City transit groups. We not go help you We're here not, with right, that. Right. You got to find out where they at and attack where they at and speak to the people. Forget the presidents. Speak to the people. But see, one of the issues is, again, I, and I'm gathering this information that 
it appears that just like here at Local 100, their members are just as, as afraid of their locals or whatever. Because I looked at how uh, I think Liz and, and Joe basically had to go out on the road to get signatures because members are afraid to sign the petition in the, in the, in the location. In the depot, yeah. yeah. And, and again, you should not have that type of fear. To where again, we some people know, some people don't know that you there was a bylaw that was passed that you could sign anybody's petition. You don't have to. If I sign one, I could sign the other. Uh, um, so therefore, you could sign it. But yet, you have the the, the incumbents who's around telling people, no, you could only sign the, uh, one petition, or you bet not sign a petition, else I'm not going to give you any overtime. I went to uh, um, uh, when I was division chair, I sat at a map store pick, and it was amazing. What went on there? A general pick or a regular depot? A regular depot pick. Okay. And it was amazing. It really amazed me what happened, the, the type of control that if they're, if they support, if they're selling 50-50 tickets or whatever, before they go pick, they go to the table and they buy the 50-50 tickets. Okay? Before they go pick. What's that? It, it, it's some sort of raffle. That it's a have. raffle that they do. They've been doing it for a long but time. But what, what is it? What, what you win? You oh, get okay. half of the money that they collect. If they collect... Five hundred dollars, and they pull your ticket. You get two hundred and fifty. Oh, okay. Yeah. So to, to know that they got that kind of control over their membership is that legal? To know that, who knows? Who knows <laughs> exactly. Yeah. To, to know that I don't. I don't know if it is or not. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know if it is. I don't know if it is exactly. But, uh, I don't know. But um, you know, um, it, it's just the point of that you have that kind of power to where your membership is that obedient, but then yet. You're not that obedient when it comes to your membership. You don't protect your membership the same way. The crazy part of it is I look at these guys that are doing the bullying. Back in my heyday, they'd have been picking themselves up off the floor. They'd two back pockets. They'd be in their two back pockets. Right? That's right. And, you know, <laughs> even now to the day, not today, at 58 years old, I wish one of them would. You know, and what are you afraid of? You go into the boss and say, look, I put in for the overtime. I got this many pieces. This person got this many pieces. Your dispatcher messed up because in TA, the dispatchers make the list. They make the list, the dispatchers. All right? He could, the, the, the union can lose your slip. You understand what I'm saying? But th there's a way around that too. Make a copy of it. You understand? Make the dispatcher put his initials on top of it. Some of them will work with you. There's ways around this. You know, people are afraid of the, what they don't understand. Right. And, you know, people on this job just know how to drive buses. Right. That's it. The political <clears throat> part is hard for, you know, especially us, to get involved in, in politics. We don't, we, don't, we don't vote for councilmen. We don't vote for, for – only thing we probably vote for is maybe mayor and president. Mm -hmm. And, and in, in a lot of instances, we're, we're not voting for that either. That's and, right. that, yeah. and that's one of the things where people keep talking about uh, back in the day when it was predominantly Italian and, and Irish that – they didn't treat, the MTA didn't treat them like that. And the reason being because they knew that they was going to get their freaking legs broke, okay? Mm -hmm. They knew that if, when they stepped out of their car, they didn't know who was going to be standing there waiting for them or whatever the case may or be. Or was their car going to be on fire when they came <laughs> in? Yeah. Now, you know, like, like I said, I don't condone violence, but <laughs> I understand <listen>. it. <laughs> because, again, there's no fear. We, we sit back and we're like little sheep now. I mean, not only is management taking advantage of us, but the union is taking advantage yeah. of us. And you know the sad thing is now I wanna I wanna I wanna throw this in there, right? Now basically the the real the fear, the membership that has the fear is transportation. 
Now maintenance, those motherfuckers, they, man. They, they always giving them a hard exactly. time. Any they, vice president that was ever in TA service uh-huh. caught hell for maintenance. Caught hell for maintenance, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And it's the same thing in 08. They, yeah, like yeah. I said, they they really tightened the 08 maintenance, man. They will they they again they voted overwhelmingly for Samuelson's contracts. You know what I'm saying? So basically, you know, other departments are strong. If they if if you fuck with them, did you will the, the depot will not make service. And it ain't ain't shit you're going to do to them. You know what I'm saying? So basically, it's like, you know, other departments, you know, it's like other departments are strong while other departments are just weak. And and, and it's like, again, I don't know what it is. (coughs) Excuse me. I don't know what it is, you know? But see, that's where, in my opinion, this is where the union comes in. If transportation is upstairs or in the back on the front and, 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 and maintenance is in the back, you, you, we tried that one time, Harry, when we were officers. We had a maintenance and transportation meeting. The meeting went so well. We finally almost got everybody working together, and I don't know what happened after that. It kind of dispersed. If they learn how to work together, maintenance and transportation, they could get anything they want in the depot. But you don't even have uh, – uh, remember how we used to go out there – and we used to shut down maintenance departments. You don't even have that anymore. To where they go in there and they doing, uh, they checking the lifts and they doing that and they knocking down safety lifts. department. Yeah. Safety, okay. you, yeah. you don't have that anymore. We used to have that on a regular, to where we would go down there and we would um, knock down and and to you know we would basically shut down a maintenance department. That's not going on anymore. That's not something that happens. They want to go in a nineteen eighty buses. But then you don't go back to maintenance and check on what's going on with the lifts, making sure that they're safe back there and they're operating safely and they're doing that and the other. But you don't have that anywhere anymore. Like I said, they're only doing 19As to where they only, you know, trying to knock down buses as per the, per the bus operator. Get in the back. I mean, because if you, if you got a good um, shop foreman, matter of fact, a lot of times they'll even help you out and tell you what to look out for. But, uh, again, these guys are so laxed. Because, again, when you're doing 19As, it's weak now. It doesn't even mean anything anymore because you overused it. You can't overuse your own, you know, make that your only weapon. And they use that hammer on every nail. So it's time that you can't even, you can't even use that anymore because it doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, they just need a change. Um, and I think a change is coming because uh, I'm looking at those numbers there in RTO. All right. Maybe we can get that in TA service. I'm not saying we. I don't work for y'all no more. But <laughs> I'm still willing to help. You know, it, 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 I don't have any sour grapes with anybody, but I'm just not even Willie. I, fuck him. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not even worried about him anymore. It's it's just that as a retired bus operator, I'm still getting telephone calls from people that want help, but they want me to still grab them by the hand and help them. They need to, and I'm trying to guide them in a way that they can fight for themselves. But again, these wanksters have them afraid, and I don't know what for. But people better understand that, and and see, I think you understand that, Lloyd. Being retired is not a safe haven. That doesn't stop you or save you from the nonsense. Because after a while, you're going to have these people selling out retirees. It's only a matter of time before they're going to have retirees paying for their health care benefits because 
and and again, I know when Rogers started the 1.5, that was supposedly to help pay for retiree benefits. But now they're not even talking about the two percent that we're paying now is being used to pay for retiree benefits. That's paying for our benefits now. So it's only a matter of time before you get if you keep putting these knuckleheads in office. It's only a matter of time before they are selling out the retirees, you know, in favor of the people that can vote for them. Because again, if you start talking about well. Uh, we need you to pay more for your health care benefits. Well, ha retirees ain't paying anything. Let them pay more. Let them pay something for theirs. So then the next thing you know, you got us paying, you got retirees paying for the health care. So basically, retired, and a lot of people think that being retired is a safe haven. It's not a safe haven. There's so much more that we need to fight for. You look at what Trump is, what, what Trump is trying to do with Social Security, what he's trying to do with Medicaid and Medicare, and so on and so forth. And, and these are issues and these are things that we pay for out of our paychecks every damn week. So it's not costing the federal government anything. As a matter of fact, they have uh, borrowed billions and billions of dollars from Social Security and from um, uh, Medicare and Medicaid. So therefore, People better wake up and stop thinking that, you know, I'm retired now and I'm safe. No, you're not safe. Yeah, well, not we got a perfect example. Look, we had two providers before this last crazy-ass contract. Now we only got one. And we don't hear any more about that guy that worked for Transit that was involved in this Aetna thing. All right? But that was, I believe, just what you said, Harry, just now, that's just the beginning. We lost one provider, and most of the most of the doctors that I used to go to don't even take it. Yeah, right? but, but look how many pensions are going under, and people keep talking about well, we got nices and it's solvent and it's that and the other. It could very well not be solvent with one bad investment. Yeah. Okay. So again, people, we we need to start having these fights now. We need to have fights for better wages, which is again what Progressive Action was pushing. There's a lot of fights that needs to be held now. Don't wait until they come after these things, because once they come after them, it's too late then to put up a fight. The fight needs to be held now. Now, you said something important that I didn't give any thought about, you know, the retirees um, not having to pay anything. Basically, we paying for retirees. Correct. Right now, it may come to a point, and I believe that now that you said it, they setting it up that way, where retirees will have to pay for their own benefits, because it's not like the TA be like, you know what, we'll take that over too because Correct. they have no obligation to y'all. Right. Y'all gone. Yeah, and not only that, retiree benefits are not guaranteed. They're not guaranteed. Our benefits are, but retiree benefits are not guaranteed. So, any again, any retirees in, my, in, in the sound of my voice, wake up, get involved, push Samuelson, push the administration, come back, go to the depot, sit down and talk to people. And, and again, some of them may have some sort of animosity or whatever the case may be, but that's because they're listening to the, the BS um, uh, uh, crew room lawyers and this, that, and the other that don't know what the hell that they're talking about. But it's amazing to me that when retirees on progressive action talking <laughs> about certain <laughs> issues, everybody's telling them, oh, y'all should shut up, y'all retire, go enjoy your retirement. But one of the things that uh, under the Tucson administration he always did, he always brought the retirees in. He made it his business to bring the retirees in because one thing about the retirees, they vote. You know what you got to ask them too? Do they tell Steve Downs to shut up? Right. No, the guy they don't. Who's, the guy who's no, running this union? Exactly. No, right. <laughs> the guy no, who's getting the salary, the six-figure salary and his pension. And the house in France. Right. That's right. But see, he goes, <laughs> <laughs> he's stuck on that one, man. Yo, when he told me that, <laughs> I was crying. He has a house in France? You ain't listened to that show? No. Oh, my God. Oh, man, yeah. Brian Burke came up here. 
and you know the he you gotta listen to his show. His show was he, he gave a lot of information. Yeah. A lot of information. And he was just casually speaking. He I said, Who you think running this union? But wait a minute. If I remember correctly, when when Walder was the CEO of uh of MTA and Walder went on vacation to the south south of France, Samuelson called him an elitist because he took vacation in France. And according to Samuelson, none of his members can afford to take vacation in France. But yet, you got somebody working as your chief of staff, and he owns owns a house. The guy was like, "Yeah, you know, uh, Steve Downs. He's without a doubt running this union. Oh, no doubt. And yeah. and you know." He was naming stuff that Steve Downs had. He said, yeah, you know, not counting the house he has in France. I said, France? He got a house in France. I just started crying. Wow. But now that you even speak that, you brought that up. The other day I posted something. I don't, I don't remember exactly what it was, but Samuelson was in the chief saying that um, uh, Loda was out of touch with the membership mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. he makes over $300,000. Mm -hmm. And we, we make $55,000. Mm -hmm. So that has flipped. You the three hundred thousand dollar man, That's right. and we still at fifty five, sixty something thousand dollars. Are you out? Of, does that apply to you also? Exactly, he's out because of touch. your actions speak louder now. He's an elitist now, mm -hmm. without a doubt. He's an elitist. I mean, you talk about Nicole Janellis from the. I know I'm pronouncing the name wrong. I think she's from the Post. He called her that. He called most of the MTA board members elitist. Um, Anybody that was making that kind of money is an elitist. So now our president, and, and to me, that's the biggest problem with labor anyway. If you look at most of the, the, the presidents of our union, they, I was reading an article where they was talking about Trump the head. Trump wrote it. Yeah. Did, did yeah. Trump write it? Yeah. yeah, but they was talking, no, actually he was one of the people that they was talking about well, that's okay. making a whole lot of money. The head of the airline pilots union almost made a million dollars last year. Wow. Mm. Almost a million bucks. That that's insane when the person is representing you is making three, four, five times more than you're making. That's I why mean, they don't give a shit. Yeah, we could never and, and that has to change and the membership is again has to change it and stop looking at these people as gods and, and thinking that they, you know, that they deserve more than we the workers deserve. Because they don't. And you know he's right, Harry he said um about the uh the elitist part mm -hmm. with Jay Walder. Walter arrived at the MTA after being a top tube executive in London, where owning a modest French country home wouldn't be considered an outrageous extravagance. Right. You know what I'm saying? But he did say that um, <laughs> this dude was an elitist. Right. But see, he ran that. He was on uh, Good Day New York on Channel 5, and he ran that. He ran with that same narrative. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Kelly's son and, and Roseanne. Oh, Ray Kelly. Not Ray Kelly. Uh, what's his, what's his, I forgot his first name. I know you're talking about Yeah, that. anyway, they, they said, well, Samuelson, you keep calling this man an elitist. Uh, he grew up in Far Rockaway. He went to college. He worked his way through the ranks. So how do you consider a man an elitist for someone? He wasn't born with a silver spoon in his mouth. He worked his way through there. And once they hit Samuelson with that, he had no answer. Mm -hmm. He didn't have an answer to that, no response to it. So therefore, that's what I said, you got to be careful what you're putting out there because you're calling everybody an elitist, and now you're in a higher tax bracket that most of us, all of us actually, that works, that works for transit will never see. Well, Samuelson, um, he was, he, they asked, <laughs> this is crazy, Samuelson and them asked Walder to cut his $350,000 salary. <laughs> <laughs> 
How can he do that? Exactly. You ask him, like, so we can we ask Samuelson to cut his 300000 plus salary? I think that he ain't going to do it. Yeah, every right. local every local in TWU should be requesting that cut. I want to know what type of health care plan he has. I want to know what kind of pension plan he has. I mean, these are the things that we should all be writing letters requesting that information. Because if I, I keep hearing about these golden parachutes, I keep hearing about these great pension plans. These uh, does he pay for his health care? Is he paying two percent for his health care up at the international? Has he been paying two percent for his health care? Does he live in Garrison Beach anymore? He still lives there. Yeah. And then what type of health care does he have? Right, right. Well, does he have a Cadillac plan? Without right. a doubt. Right. So that these doubt. are the questions that the membership should be requesting. And, and and demanding, actually, not requesting. They should be demanding that information. And, you know, another thing is, right, Harry, now this is something that's, that's um, you know, we spoke about it. I, I posted this about last week, I believe. It's another court case that's brewing in Illinois, another California Friedrichs case, but it's not coming out of California. It's coming from Illinois. And eventually it's, it's going to hit the Supreme Court and it's going to be voted on as uh, whether or not um, mandatory union dues will be. Oh yeah, I read. I, I read that. Yeah, it's, you know, will be taken out. So it's like, if that hit now that now that Trump has his Supreme Court justice in there, who he nominated, you know, who he nominated and was confirmed and everything, now they can vote. And this new justice is a conservative. So now that's a dangerous thing now. And then you're talking about let's just say another thing people don't understand. You know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and um. And, and Justice Kennedy, if they decide to up and retire during Trump's administration, guess what? We're in trouble because he's going to put two right-wing conservatives in those two spots. And then everything that goes to the Supreme Court, everything. It's going to be passed. It's, it's going to be, be, be the local 100 e-board. Exactly. Right. It's, <laughs> right, right. That's exactly. exactly what it's going to be like. Exactly. <laughs> the equivalent. So, see, that, so that's a dangerous thing to unions. It's going to happen. Right. But one of the other dangers that we have is that we have, and, and, and again, you have a lot of union people across the country who supported Trump. We got people on staff at Local 100 who supported Trump. So basically, you're fighting against your own, uh, you're fighting against yourself when, when you support, because you know what this man stands for, you know what he wants to end, you know everything that he wants to end, you know he wants to take money out of Medicare, you know he wants to take money out of Medicaid, you know they want to end uh, union dues, because again, they figured that the, uh, the Democrats are the only ones that's, that's um, getting money from, from uh, uh, unions. Therefore, what, what we should have been doing a long time ago as, as a people is that we should have been inf infiltrating the Republican Party. Because again, it's, it's too late to do it. It may be too late to do it now because I think there's going to be so much damage that's going to be done in the next four years that it's going to be damn near impossible to reverse. Because again, once you, when the Democrats had everything, they controlled both houses and the presidency. They were such punks and they didn't do anything that they needed to do. They didn't solidify the things that they needed to solidify. So now we, we again, like I started off earlier today, now they control everything. How are we gonna fight when there's so much control? Same thing with Samuelson. How do you fight him when he has so much control of everything? I, I believe we need our own party. The Democrats is not for us. No. The Republicans not for us. We need a working class party, mm -hmm. specifically for workers. Yes. You know what yes. I mean, so, but, but, um, as far as Samuelson and, and control, what you could do is just start shooting off his show, um, his his soldiers, mm -hmm. start attacking them because they not they 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 cowards in a way. Like I don't see them as being gangsters either. They are cowards. 
No, they stand in the pack. They only attack you in the pack. They don't say nothing to you when you buy them when they buy themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they they finding out the hallway with progressive action. You know, cause we we approaching them. We we yes, don't sir. care about y'all. Right. You know what I'm saying? We step into y'all. We see y'all. What's up? You said this. Now what's up? We here now. That's we'll right. see. We'll see. Just like you said, Harry. Right. It, you know, Harry and Lloyd. You know, basically, you know, my thing with progressive action, right, and and how I want progressive action to be. And what, what my vision, my personal vision was always, you know, um, our, you know, in our logo, we have the fist. And basically, that was my idea to put that fist in there. Because basically, you know, I thought about all these different things, you know, again, uh, you know, but which is personal to me, black power, civil rights movement, um, and a variety of other things. And there's nothing like education. There's nothing like learning labor. There's nothing like a little, you know, a little formal education if you have it. And basically, when you put all that together, when you have a membership that's educated on the right thing and educated on labor, basically, you can't. When you when you're educated, period, you can't have the nobody can pull the wool over your eyes. So basically, that's what I mean. Where I say, you know, my thing is, everybody needs to be educated and hold these people's feet to the fire. And constantly, and constantly ask them questions because see this is see they act this way because again they want to intimidate you number one but then number two if you approach them with the issues and when you approach them with serious questions they stumble and them acting tough is their way of getting out of Absolutely. answering the questions mm-hmm. that's the way it works yeah. and this is the, and that's the way it works and this is the, and this is why it's like that in these depots when they came around to pass the contract. Because everybody was, you know, again, they had a schedule. They wanted to be in and out of there. So again, and the membership was, and the, and the and and the and the and the swing rooms were packed whenever they came there. Can't again, we got the live videos to prove it. So like, but the, again, nobody said shit. Did y'all hear anything about um, Joe Bermudez being banned from TA property? I heard that. Yeah, I saw it on the website, but I I haven't heard anything like uh, personal official. About it, yeah, right, official. but I heard I got a message the other day. That's how it's official. Mm-hmm. He, now, for a situation like that, I'm not mad that a rep going after, you know, a supervisor. I don't, you know, it don't bother me. But if he's not allowed on TA property, then how can he do his job? Exactly. Right. How can he do his job? What, what could he do besides stay in the union hall? If he's not allowed on the property, I, uh, I mean, I guess. I guess he could still ride the subway system. They can't stop him from doing that. That's the property. You 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 ran into somebody on they had this interaction inside the subway station. Mm-hmm. So if you own a property, you own a property. Oh, He's wow. barred from all property. Wow. All TA property. Like like they did Sylvester Brown. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, would but like they to know if his pitch is up. What you gonna say? Yeah, they can't stop. They still can't stop Sylvester from riding the subway system, can they? No, they can't. Not Those right are, now. Right. But you got a point there. If he's an officer and he's banned from the property, then he has no job. He can't do nothing but either sit in the union hall or go back to his. Well, he, he can't, can't go back to his tool. Yeah, he can't do hearings. <laughs> you know, so. Again, that's 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 yeah. How does how does he does how does he do his job? I personally don't think you can't ban somebody from riding the subway system. I don't think so either. System, right. Yeah. So unless so, they take so, his pass, exactly. So even right. but but even if you take his pass, he can go and buy a metro car just like anybody. Yeah, else but you are you system. you are a rep. They gave you a direct order not to ride their system. That's trespassing. Yeah, but I mean, again, it's it's, it's if let's say I buy a metro card. 
You, I mean, are you going to tell everybody that they can't sell me a Metro card? Right. And if, if, if a station agent sells me a Metro card, are you going to get rid of them because uh, are you going to bring them up on charges because they sold me a Metro card? No, but at the same time, is it worth your pension? Yeah, but I don't think they can They'll stop him. him. Yeah, they I don't think they can stop him from riding. Yeah, I don't think they can. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a big uh, – and they can, I don't think they can stop him from going to a token booth and talking to anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, like I said, if he wants to give anybody advice. I mean, let's be honest. These guys don't ride the trains anyway. True, <laughs> no, true that. Yeah, true that, yeah. They probably all got cars. No, he got a car for sure. Mm-hmm. He got a car for sure. Mm. Oh, why? Derek didn't take a car? Derek don't got a car. Oh, okay. Yeah, he got a car for wow. sure. Wow. But you know what's now you you can't do nothing but go to the union hall. Right, that's all you can do. No two Broadway. Right. <laughs> no one thirty Livingston. No yeah. one eighty Livingston. That shit gotta hurt though. Well, you're ineffective. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody hear anything about Nelson Rivera? He's been really quiet and out there. Well, he been he been um, traveling with the union on their little secret rallies or whatever the hell they've been doing. They secret labor supports up in Albany and... Javis Center. Yeah, Javis I wouldn't Center. be surprised if he gets the nod for president. Nah. You don't think so? Nah. Nah. I don't who, think so. I don't who, think so. Yeah. Who, who do y'all guys think is... One of the map store guys. No, hell no. Nah, that's going to start <laughs> a war. Uh-uh. Yeah, that's that going to start a war. be a gigantic exactly. war. I don't no. think it's going to be Tony Utano. I think it might be. I think he, he wants to. They he say he to, don't want it. Though. I don't think he want it, but I think it's to the point where if they can prove to him that things will be handled for him like they are being done right now in, in maintenance of way. It's the divisional offices that, again, in the divisional offices administered to the affairs of the division, they're running that uh, department. They're the ones that's doing the day-in, day-out work of uh, maintenance of way. Tony Utano's not doing the day-in, day-in-out. Uh, work of Tony Utano looked like he take muscle relaxes all day. That man looks sleepy <laughs> as hell all day long. You know what I mean? To mm-hmm. so me, you I, might I, be smoking I, weed. I'm a, yeah, they ain't got to take no drug test, right? Nope. I can't wait to see Tony Utano because I heard that he was the one recommending that they suspend my shop steward certificate. Why would they do that? Uh, because shut you up. speak up, supposedly just shut them up. How you gonna shut somebody up? They got a, a, a radio. <laughs> they stupid can that, No, that, this is how this is how stupid they is. They take the shop steward thing. It's gonna quiet me up. Right. Wow. That's going. How much is that worth? Nothing. Oh, okay. Just checking. Unbelievable. Nothing. <laughs> like you go take it. With, nothing gonna stop. Right. If anything, I'm gonna turn up and make it trillion times worse. Right, you still gonna answer people's <laughs> questions if they got questions. What's gonna stop you from having the um again the Facebook group? New York you City Transit do not recognize shop stores. But again, point out something that you did wrong. Point out something that you're saying that's wrong. If if you want people to stop listening to Tramel Thompson, then point out other than that that job crap that you tried about he's a scab on a strike that never happened and had no chance of happening okay <laughs> other than that i mean what is tremel thompson said that uh you don't want people to listen to him it's not that it's not what you're saying it's that you're not saying what they want you I'm to say i'm not in their favor yeah. right that's that's what the issue is and again democracy as i was telling i think i told both of y'all um i think it was 2011 when Scott Walker uh, tried that nonsense of taking away uh, union rights in Madison, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And we all, everybody went out there. Labor, they, Scott Walker kicked a, a, a pit bull, a sleeping pit bull in the head and woke him up. 
woke the labor up. I mean, I have never in my life, and I keep saying I got to, so remind me to send y'all some of the pictures so we could post them on the Progressive Action. I have never seen so many people in my life. Earl Phillips, John Samuelson, uh, Angel Gibbio, and myself went out there. We were out there for a couple of days. And the amount of people, the, they, they literally took over the state house. Wow. And that's the type of actions that you need today, okay? But after labor was awakened with that, and then once they tried to recall Scott Walker and that didn't work, labor went back to sleep. They went back to sleep. There was no more fight. Uh, they felt there was no more fight. And then now, after you've lost everything again, now you want to stand up and you want to try to fight again. I don't know why we keep repeating history or waiting until something happens before we stand up and try to fight as opposed to fighting issues now. I mean, in my opinion, the same thing is going to have to happen to stop all of this Trump nonsense and all of this nonsense with the uh, Republicans because I watched the James Comey thing this afternoon, and it was amazing to me how the Republicans was trying everything in their power to get him to say that this wasn't Triple obstruction. Bump, right. right, this wasn't obstruction. They were so busy, even McC McCain, which somebody need to check that man because I don't know what the heck he was trying to get to. <laughs> Me neither. I don't I was even baffled. think he knows what the hell he was trying to <laughs> mm -hmm. say. But I think we're going to have to get to the point where we're going to have to have, like they do in Europe, where they have strikes. They have national strikes, and people go down and take over the state house. And they literally just go in there where it, the masses are so strong that the army, the cops, nobody can stop them. Because, again... We're not just fighting for ourselves, but we're also fighting for you. People need to understand all of this money that Trump is talking about going into defense. That money's not going to the men and women of the, the armed services. That money's going to defense contractors. That money that he just got, supposedly, and I heard that deal is not what it's, what it's uh, turned out to be. That money that he got from Saudi Arabia, $110 billion, supposedly, that he got from Saudi Arabia. Again, that's not money that's going to the men and women of the armed services. That money is going to defense contractors. Defense contractors are rich son of a bitches that are the, the biggest um, um, arms dealers that they are, legal arms dealers, because they're doing it here from America. And people need to understand, because I keep hearing all this nonsense about make America great again, and we're strong defensively, and this, that, and the other. First of all, if you keep your nose out of other people's business and you stay out of wars you have no business getting into, then you don't need, a, you don't need uh, to build up your military. Because our military is strong. And, and in essence, people need to understand what he's saying is, is that our military is weak, and by spending all of this money, it's going to make our military strong. We got the best men and women serving this country. The best. And all the money in the world is not going to make them strong, even though you should be giving them a hell of a lot more. Because when somebody goes over there and lose, lose an arm, a leg, an eye, their vision, and so on and so forth, that person should never have to worry about anything. When somebody's overseas fighting for this country, their family should never have to worry about anything. And that's what I said. This, the, we as Americans need to wake the hell up and, like I said, have a strike, have a national strike, march down on Washington, take over the state house. Don't let any Paul Ryan or any of them punk-ass motherfuckers leave. They make them stay there. You can't cover every damn tunnel that they got, cover every <laughs> damn outfit they got, everything. Because <laughs> they got several different tunnels under Washington that these people can go out any type of way that you, you won't even know that they're gone. You're yeah. still thinking that they're in their office, but they're gone. But this, these are the things that need to happen because, again... Uh, if you want to you end Medicaid, you want to end Social Security, but yet the politicians still keep their freebies. They got unlimited health care. 
They got universal health care, the same thing that they're trying to stop the people. But then again, we got our weak-ass unions who are not doing anything. Like I said, but, they woke but, up, and then they went back to sleep. Let me, just, let me just say that. You said they went back to sleep. There's no organizers out here anymore. They don't know how to organize. First of all, Local 100 does not know how to organize. They are so unorganized because at any given time, they should be able to get Four, five thousand people in the street. Easy. And, and I'm absolutely with you. There should be a march on Washington just like they did in Wisconsin. Lock that place down and let these people know we're working people. All you guys are getting away with murder. When are we going to get our shit? Did you see the video of the cop that, uh, the, the guy that had the accident? They hit it. The, the guy that they was chasing hit his car. He caught fire. Right. He's on the ground rolling around and they trying to the put himself And the him. cops are kicking him. They literally kicking this man because they thought he was the suspect. Now, you got that on video of these cops kicking the hell out of this man. They kicked him in his head, stomped him, and this man is on fire. But the. the, the yeah, wait, he's on fire. Wait, but wait, Trebell. <laughs> the head of the union said you can clearly see they was trying to put the man out. They was kicking his man. The first cop ran up, kicked the guy square in his face. But you was trying to put out the fire. That's what that's what they rep had to say. But see, I wish we had reps. You like gotta that. love it. Exactly. You gotta I, love it. I wish we had reps like that because you know, it's crazy. We we our reps, where they at when things happen. You know what I'm saying? Even for compassion, a bus op operated the other day, got sprayed in the face with some substance mm -hmm. by Woohoo Hospital. Where was the union at? What's they were? J like, where's JP and Willie at? Where's right. Right. Donald Yates and... Uh, where's McNally? McNally is whatever he's doing. So you know he what I'm saying? He can walk up under the damn bus, McNally shit. <laughs> you, know, you know, but I'm, I, I didn't like Patrick Lynch at first because I didn't understand. But when you understand unionism and what it truly means, absolutely, you gotta respect that's him. That's the key. I don't. I don't like. Of course, because I'm from the people who he's saying, "Oh, they ain't do nothing." The people who's getting injured and hurt and killed look like me. Mm -hmm. So of course, I'm gonna take it that route. But when you get involved with unionism, his people do no wrong. I don't care what the situation is. That's right. They that's done right. absolutely no wrong. See, basically, right, you know, just like how if we walk, right, if GW Local 100, if we decided to go on strike, we would hurt this economy We was in the state of New York, in the city of New York, okay? But basically, just like going back to what you said about, you know, on a national level, all the truckers' unions, all the police unions, all the fire unions, all the transportation unions, all the teachers' unions, all these unions get together, and everybody just walk and march on Washington. And you want to know what? If if all it takes is to to, to 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 strike and walk for a good five days, and you'll see how this national economy will will, will be fucked up, and you and you and you'll send a major message to them: Yo, don't mess with unions. I Agreed. think that because basically we keep this. Basically, we are a part of the infrastructure. We are the workers of the infrastructure. Absolutely. And we and we, and we, and we, and we keep this economy flowing, especially us. Agreed. Because just those two days when we were out on strike. They said this city lost billions of dollars. Billions, just, just, just two in days. two days. And people, and people, and you know, people and, still and, talk shit, talking about what Roger came and back they, after and, three and days. Exactly, and, and people like, should realize yeah. what they accomplished in two days. In two days, 
You want more. You really brought these people to their knees. So imagine that shows you what type of power you have, but you scared to harness that power again. And, and and you know they and you know they keep talking about the Taylor Law. All these guys are scared of the Taylor Law. It's not even a fucking misdemeanor. You smoked weed. You did this. And, and you're supposed to be gangsters, but oh, the Taylor Law. Oh shit. So it's like you know. Listen, man. If if we did go out on strike, you want to know something? We come back, file bankruptcy. Fuck it. But not like I said. If 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 all of these uh, union presidents, like the Trumpers, who pretty much control just about every union that there is, every damn near every union is under AFL CIO, uh, Teamsters, everybody got together. Just imagine if you got you coordinated with truckers. And I tried to do this during the 2012 contract fight. Where I spoke to Little. I spoke to Samson about doing this in Times Square. That's when we still at 1700. Get the Timsters to pull their trucks into Times Square and get out and walk away. Now, imagine doing something like that in Washington to where they block up every highway. They block up every street uh, and don't move their trucks. First of all, it would take them forever to even clear all of that stuff up. But then you have such a great march, but you got to coordinate it to where you get the people in there first. Mm -hmm. And then you do that second. Because, again, these politicians has to understand that right now, just like the members of Local 100, the members, the, the people of this country, we're acting like sheep. We're, 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 we, we all with that attitude that there's nothing that we can do. No, there is something that we can do. There is something that the members of Local 100 can do to stand up, to fight the, uh, and, and literally it's tyranny that's going on. And, and first of all, educate yourself. Educate yourself fight back. Don't don't sit down and allow somebody to tell you, well, I'm not going to do this and I'm not going to do that. Well, wait a minute. You're getting paid by my union dues, so you're not going to dictate to me what you're going to do. I'm going to dictate to you. Mm -hmm. So, yes, we have to fight back. We have to mount a fight back campaign and, and take back over this union. Take this, literally take this union over. Because, again, if you look at the upper echelon of this union and the type of money that they're pulling in, and you can't even see these guys at nighttime. When they go home, Ain't none of them coming out of their house. But yet, this is a 24-7 uh, service. You can't even reach them on the damn phone at nighttime. No union phone should be off. If my dudes is paying for it, it should never be off. Even when your behind yeah. is on vacation, your phone should not be off. Now, the, 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 the whole thing about, you know, going on strike, you know, people complain, oh, I don't want to get fined. Because that boggles me, too. How can the members get fined and the union get fined? Right. The union should just get fined and the members keep their pay. That's, because part, that, of the tail, that's part of the tail. What, that tail mem the that. members get fined and the union? Yes. You, The union, I think we lose every day, you lose two days' pay. That's how it went. Am I correct? Right. Yeah, but, two days' pay. But yeah. again, a coordinated <clears throat> strike to where if everybody walked... And nobody returns until those fines are, are, are forgiven. Exactly. Then, again, you just defeated the Taylor Law. There's a way to defeat the Taylor Law, but it doesn't seem like that there's any backbone to get it done. I mean, the, the, the backbone is convincing the members to walk away. Mm -hmm. Now, my thing is this. All right, y'all don't want to go on strike. We ain't doing no overtime for a month. Mm -hmm. You still go get your pay. You just gotta, you just gotta suffer. Good luck on that one. Yeah, I, right. Yeah, but you want, but now you, now anyway. look, now look, you saying that? Now picture telling people just to strike and not get anything, and then lose one for two. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. If 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 you coordinate it, because if you look at the numbers of the people of the unions that are under the Taylor Law, that's a big number. That's a humongous number, and not to mention our family 
that who will always go along always go along with us. You got mm-hmm. tremendous numbers in your in in your favor to where you can win a strike under the Taylor law. But the problem is that there's no coordination between these unions. I think yeah, I think that we should go on strike, NYPD, and uh, fire department. Mm-hmm. All Sanitation. at the same time. Yeah. All at the same time. Sanitation too, yeah. yeah. And we can strike the NYPD. I think there's something in the law that stops them from 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 striking. It's something in the law that would stop them if from If they striking. ain't on duty, strike. If they're not on duty, I mean, you know, again, walk the picket lines with everybody. Well, that that's different. Walk you can the walk picket the picket lines. But see, my thing is, again, if, if we can sit around and keep talking about what we can't do, but nobody's talking about what we can do. And as long as we talk about what we can't do, then we're going to keep on. This will be wonderful because look at Europe. Look how they do it. If we could take a page out of their book, the way they do it, every if they call it a strike, everybody goes on strike. Here, if we could take one page out of their book for two days, I believe, I in my opinion, we could get what we want. I'm wishful thinking. I wish it could happen. I wish we had organizers strong enough to do that out here. We probably do, but they won't step up to the plate. If it happened here, Harry, I agree, you can get anything we want. Yeah, the problem is is that, again, when the, the, the uh, people, the officers in the union are making money, why would they want to strike? <laughs> why, why? I mean, they don't give a damn. They're making $100,000 or more. Your president is making $300,000 or more. So uh, presidents of these local of these unions are making that kind of money. So what do they do? They really care about striking. What do they really care about putting up any kind of a fight for you? Because, again, remember, during that time when we out on strike, they're not supposed to get paid. They don't want to lose that money. And that's the problem. If if. If they were making the same type of money that we were making, then they got something to fight for. Right now, they don't have anything to fight for because they are above us. They're above, and that has to change. And not only are they above us in pay, but in responsibility also because you don't got to punch no clock. Mm-hmm. You come in whenever you want. Mm-hmm. You, you, you you take vacation wherever you want. Just like I heard that, uh, you may have mentioned this, Harry, that Nick Bedell, First year, five, five years weeks vacation. vacation. Five right. weeks vacation. Five weeks. That's right. You know what I'm saying? How can you? How Unheard can you do of. that? That's how right. You, you got you got people taking up more vacation than what they allotted a year. Right. That's what Willie right. Rivera got in trouble. You know for. what angers me about the hear this? When I was on staff, whatever y'all got is what I got. Right. Or oh, if you earned it, if you had the time and you earned right. fifteen. Five weeks vacation. If, if you, you have 15, 15 years, years, then you got, you got five, it. The five but weeks. But here it is. You got somebody walking straight in off the streets, and he gets five weeks vacation. I had hip. Y'all had hip. I had hip. Y'all had GHI. I had GHI. I went to American Dental. They only pulled one tooth, and then I got to go back six months later for them to pull up another <laughs> tooth. Now they go and get dent braces. Their family get braces and everything. Come on, give me a break. It angers me to that. And when you try to educate the members on this, to to, 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 to let them know what's going on with their money, they just say, ah, what the hell? And then I say, ah, good for you. You got this shitty-ass contract. You got... $250 out of the, the, all this retro money. What's going to make not, you mad? They ain't got it yet. Oh, no, uh, the yeah, retro right. money they did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The $500 bonus. Oh, the they, $500 you bonus. Know, you know, one one part of this administration that bothers me is the communications department. Mm-hmm. We're never in the news. There's never no fight back with, no. with, with anything. Now, 
I had asked Kia, one thing that bothered me with Kia, which is the VP RTO, I said, Kia, why you never responded back to the Running the Reds article that Channel 7 did? He said he did. They didn't take the story because the main story didn't pick up traction like they wanted it to. Right. So it was no no sense to take his rebuttal because the main story didn't do anything. Right. It didn't do what they wanted it to do. But we need to create our own narratives. We don't need to rely on the news to get to defend us. You could, we could do our own thing. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Get the information out. You look at our, our union website. Only thing you see is fake gatherings with, with, with fake numbers, obituaries, uh, Hero, heroes, uh, heroism, yeah, uh, daily new hometown heroes, yeah, Tom yeah. heroes, right? And um, <laughs> vendor, <laughs> what the vendors is doing mm-hmm. for for members, like even with the conductor who died, like that was so tasteless to put how much her family got with with a neighborhood that they from, right? That was nothing, and 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 somebody should have filed a lawsuit on that, like you said, from that same neighborhood that they from. Oh, y'all loaded now. I'm come knock on your door. I want more than shit. Eighty nine thousand dollars is a lot of money to some people. How much? Eighty nine thousand. They, they put exactly what she got. Wow. Yeah. Like, how can you wow. put somebody life? Is, that's not nobody's business. How much your policy was? Right. Right. But 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 see again, it just goes to show that we're being our mailing list is being sold off. Everything's being sold off. Uh, again. To keep bringing in more money again, you give me give me a good paycheck. Don't give me a discount to Models, okay? Because I get my own discount from Models. <laughs> so don't don't I, I got a Models card. I buy a certain amount of stuff, I get a discount. Okay. Same thing with everything else that you say. Um, uh, what's that insurance that they use? There's another. I think I got something from Liberty Mutual or something like that one time mm-hmm. from Local 100. And I actually called them up, tried to get car insurance with them. Now, I have an excellent driving record, great credit, and the whole nine yards, but they wanted to charge me more. They actually, if I would have got that insurance, they would have cost me more than what I paid for my damn car. Oh, wow. Okay, that's how high it was. So, again, you're selling off our mailing list to these companies, and you're not really getting any type of a discount, you know, that, that they purport that, they, that you're supposed to get. And matter of fact, it should be cheaper under, under a group discount rate. It should be, it, it should be cheaper, mm-hmm. to, be on, to be honest with you. You know, being that it's coming from a union like that, but you said it's more expensive, so right. that's crazy. And, you know, with the, did anybody hear about this new building in the Bronx? Anybody been there to visit to see what's going on? No. I heard I, they're I, helping people with mortgages. Really? Yeah, that's what I heard. But again, really? see, the, 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 the problem with what you just said is you heard. <laughs> Not that it was in any, any local paper or uh, you got an email from the local telling you that if you have an issue with mortgages, that this is where you can go. We, if that, if that's so, something like that exists, we shouldn't have to hear it through the grapevine. The grapevine, you're right. Why is it a secret? You know, because I, like, I haven't been up there since I did the video that time. What was it last year? Whenever it was. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it. So you should go past by there. Yeah, I probably will. Yeah, up to Westchester Square. Go, go in there. You know. Go up is there that the swing on. room that they opened up or something up there? It's down the block from the swing room they opened up. Wow. Now yeah. still getting everything up there, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, that was uh that was the work. Well, no, they've been contemplating that swing room for some years now. It 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 took them it took them a few years, but they finally opened it up. Well, not only we that, part of it was the reward for Mapstone going along. Absolutely, that's what I was going. Mapstone going along with the building sale in Brooklyn. With excuse me, the floor 
floor sale in Brooklyn. What floor? Oh. <laughs> mm. That was their reward for and, voting. And, and here in, in Brooklyn here, these guys don't even have a swing room. I don't, I don't know what that is they built at the bridge, at Williamsburg Bridge. I don't know whether that's their swing room or what. But there should be one at, every, at the end of every line. But still, what is Willie and JP doing? I asked that question. Well, I'll tell you what, when it comes to the swing room, especially Brooklyn now, with the, you know, with the price of everything. It's like, you know, the, the rent is high, so it's like highway robbery now. We're trying to get a, let's say, a room half the size of the studio. They'll easily pay seven or $8,000 for it. Well, the agreement said. That's what the agreement said. <laughs> the agreement said. said. Yeah. They, should, they should have kept the old rooms open. That, when they was cheaper, they should have kept the old rooms now, open. I gave, now, I gave, I, gave, I gave the buses a good rally idea. I said, y'all want to bring attention to these swing rooms and what bus drivers got to do? Let's go up to 2 Broadway. Let's get about 100, 200 people. We're going to go upstairs on whoever floor, and we go line up to use the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Everybody. Piss all over it. Do whatever you got to do all over it. And this is the conditions that, because when you, when you go ask a business, can I use your bathroom? It don't have to be up to par. No. It's their business. Right. You know what I'm saying? Do the same shit to them. Do the same shit to them. Yeah, because on the 4565, at one point, we, were, we had to walk down half, half a block down to the supermarket, or right across the street, there was this um, auto repair place that used to let us use the bathroom. And again, that bathroom, it was the pits. If you, you know, it, it, the ceiling was missing in the whole nine yards. You uh, basically did a dance while you was in there, so just in case any rats was in there, <laughs> mm -hmm. you could try to scare them away. But it was, again, the people was nice enough to let us use the bathroom. Eventually, they did get another location and and a much better bathroom for the membership to look to use. And then they just opened up a brand new swing room up to, up in Harlem because they closed the most of the the, the old building on 126th Street. Right. So, so they got a brand new room on 125th Street and Second Avenue now. They pay like $6,000 a month for it. Uh, well, brand uh, the, new. the agreement said. <laughs> but, again, well, that, but again, that room was in the works prior to the contract. So. Yeah, but, but that contract for, that they would provide swing room is how, how many years old? It, it has to be a 2002 contract or 2005 contract. Mm -hmm. That was in that contract. And... They're supposed to have been had swing rooms. They had one downtown they gave up. They gave up, yeah. They, they lost in a nice big place. They said, well, y'all can use the building across the street. Come hang out in the building, 130 Livingston, across the street. But you had a swing room there. You had a couch, two couches up there, television, everything, where the operators were more comfortable. You don't want to sit right under management. You right. can't hold but, conversations. But not exactly. only that, you got to go to the and, – and, again, I worked the 65 – to either walk, if, if you don't go to, if you don't have to use the bathroom at a certain time, after a certain time, you can't, you, you can't go into 180 Livingston on Livingston. You got to walk around the corner to, to Skimmerhorn Street. Or you got to walk down a block to 130 Livingston. If you got to go to the bathroom with any urgency, that's a heck of a walk. That's it a nice is. little walk. If you, if, like I said, if you got to use the bathroom with any urgency, that's a heck of a walk. Most of the time, you'll be lucky if you make it. Hell, I used to, when I used to work to 65 in the morning, I would drive the damn bus around the corner. I wouldn't walk around there. I would drive the bus around the corner and then park it on uh, Livingston, go into 130 living, go 130, use the bathroom, and then bring the bus back around. Because again, to try to walk that and you got to go to the bathroom, like I said, with any sense of urgency, you're not going to make it. 
That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, you know. But one thing that our membership has to understand when it comes to that is um, when they do provide the bathrooms and when they do provide the, you know, the, um, the merchants and everything, which they have done through the years, you know, you do have some members that go in there and they fuck it up mm-hmm. and they mess it up and with the merchants, you know, and because the, the merchants at any time has the right to say, listen, we don't want you guys using the bathroom anymore, which I've seen happen. So basically membership, listen, if you, it, it's like, if it, if it gets worked out the way somebody agrees to let you use the bathroom, go in there and use the bathroom. And that's it. Don't write on the walls. Don't def, you know? You, you know? Don't deface the bathroom. In other words, don't do the same shit you do in the swing rooms in the depot. Exactly. You, just, you know. So. Yeah, brothers, if you can't pee straight, then sit down. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> these pe- these people is crazy, man. But I do feel the energy shifting within the local. It may not be happening as fast as we we needed to, but I believe that there's change coming because you know. One of the things, like when people usually tell me stuff, I usually on my own time go and research it. And you know the thing, oh, RTO been voting down every contract, you know, to bring that up again. And I, when I started researching, I said, that's not true. Mm-hmm. That's not true. You know what I'm saying? And, and you see what was the X factor right. right? this time versus the last time. You know, well, you, you know what it is that maybe those people said that to you? Maybe they heard about RTO back in the days because RTO was more militant back in the days than it is now. I mean, it's more it's militant to a certain it's it's tough to a certain degree, but it's not militant the way it was back in the days. You know, say like in y'all time, Harry. You know, in the eighties, in the nineties, or whatever. Even going back further than I that. I take exception so. to that, y'all times. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, the eighties and nineties. Yeah. Excuse me, but basically, yeah. So. You know, but now it's like, okay, you have a new breed in there, so they're voting yes for shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, but still, there, there still was the X factor. The That contract that me and Lloyd was just looking at, the members voted 82%. They said that was a landslide victory. This one was a 70%. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So something had to be an X factor because, honestly, the members should have been more mad in 2014 than for this contract, because they went a long time without a, a yeah, contract, right? Exactly, yeah, exactly. You, you, two years, they stalled. Yeah. But, but see, not only that, Tramel, you have to take the credit, and a lot of people don't want to give you the credit. You're a man with three years on the job, and you fight. You're a fighter. You're, you're giving people, you're showing people that even though you're brand new on the job, and we've all been in that situation where the union rep would tell you when they come out to talk to you when you're just coming on, oh, don't worry about the union. Just try to make it through probation. Yeah. No, you should worry about the union because a lot of y'all are not making it through probation. Exactly. Okay, so you should know your rights and know what's going on and so on and so forth. But because of you, a lot of people are starting to see that if a man with three years on the job can stand up and fight, then why can't I with 15? Why can't I with 20? And so on and so forth. So people, again, you are an inspiration to what's going on in transit, and that inspiration needs to, that light needs to keep shining. Correct. Thank you. I appreciate those, appreciate those words. You know, it's crazy. When I was in 2 Broadway today, um, one of the people that worked there, he was like, yo, I seen you outside with that casket, man. <laughs> I, was, I was there just watching. You should have seen how people felt inside this building. He said they ain't know what to expect. Because, you know, I told him the week before what I was going to do. I said, you know, I'm going to be here doing X, Y, and Z. He said, you know, 
I believe you was coming, but I didn't believe the casket part. Oh, I ain't going to lie. The <laughs> casket was rich. I mean, yeah. if that did not drive home the issues with assaults, uh, that was rich. I mean, like I said, normally what we do will bring a rat out or something like that, which really means what, okay? But when you bring a casket out, okay, and 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 again, I'm quite sure that people were going to work and they was like, what the what? The what? You, know, <laughs> you I mean, I'm, no one has ever done anything like that before, but I get you, I back guarantee you, it's they cool, will yeah, do it again. Yeah, yeah. People will be using that now because, again, that drove the point home. That drove it home like... Like no other rally that I've ever seen in my life, that really brought the point on. Yeah, he was. He, he said people was asking him, "What is this about?" He said, "You know, it's about they don't want to be in the casket. You know, they want transit to do something now." But he was like, "Yo, you killed them with that casket, man." man. Like no they was talking. They was talking about it in the building. Right. There's no militancy in Local 100 anymore. That Ooh. there's no fight in Local 100 now. It's like contract time is over. And there's no issues. And you know what's crazy? Like, when you look at Samuelson and them, why aren't they talking about that? You know what I'm saying? Like, this would have been a perfect time to break the ice. Right. Because right. then they'd be like, this kid ain't fucking around. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He's, he's really doing crazy stuff out here. Maybe we need to get some ideas and do something together to really bring the numbers together. That's right. Because really, it, there's a divide. You have to stand united. You have the people who just don't care, and you got progressive action right. now. You know what I'm saying? Forget everybody else. There's no revolutionary transit workers. You know, they got their little, you know, little crew, but they ain't making no noise, right. to be honest. You know what I mean? But in, in, in order to make things work, them two, we have to work together yes. sooner or later. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not opposed to that. Right. But... I'm not gonna let you tell me anything either. Right, but see, that's the that's the problem with the administration. They keep talking about, well, what have you done? You know, every time you you start talking about what the administration is doing wrong, first thing to come out one of the officers' faces, well, what have you done to fight the MTA? The brother brought a damn casket to two Broadway. The brother has given rallies on on, on cleaners' issues. The brother has given progressive action has given rallies on every other issue. And like I said, here it is. Progressive action, the contract fight is over, and progressive action knows that the contract fight is not over. That, 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 excuse me, the fight is not over. But apparently, according to what's going on in this union hall, there's no fight. The they fight have, is over with. They haven't said that to me in a while, though, mm -hmm. as far as, oh, what have you done? Because yeah. between then and now, mm. now the individual that's asking me, what have you done? Right. I can hit him back with that. Why are you asking me that? Right. What have you done? Right. I don't want to hear, oh, I run the accident scenes. I don't want to hear I'm representing members at whatever hearing. What have you done to bring awareness to our issues? Right. But see, the sad part about it, Tramiel, is this. Uh, you, you gave that rally on your own. The conference that I gave was paid for by union money, and them idiots still did not support it. Why didn't they support it? Because they weren't on stage. Everybody felt like that they wanted to be on stage. Richie Davis wanted to be on stage. And he even told me, well, I'm not going to be here. And I knew the reason why he wasn't going to be here was because he wasn't, he wasn't on stage. Uh, somebody told me, matter of fact, no, let me stop saying somebody. Charlie Jenkins told me that he heard Lou Marrero tell him that if Harry had put us on stage, then we would have supported it. So I'm not going to do that. Somebody told me nonsense. I'm going to give you the name of who told me that. Okay, that's what Charlie Jenkins told me, that that's what Lou Marrero said to him. If Harry had put us on stage, then we would have supported it. This wasn't about you. 
This was about the members. This was about the assaults. And nothing has been done about assaults until you gave that rally. Now, um, TA Surface had given a rally in front of 2 Broadway, and why I was, I was trying to figure out why was they giving it in 2 Broadway. I mean, not 2 Broadway, but 130 Livingston, when there was nothing at 130 Livingston. The officers had moved to 347 Madison, or they were at 2 Broadway, because that's where all of the arbitration hearings were. We wasn't... It, uh, we weren't even doing step twos at 130 Livingston when they had that rally there. So why would you be giving it at 130 when the people that we should have been addressing, labor relations wasn't even at um, 130 Livingston when they had that rally? And what had happened since then? Nothing until you did the rally on your own. And I don't understand for the life of me why the union has to make everything so political and not join in on that rally because everybody should have been there because this was about the membership. It wasn't about progressive action. Everything, everything's political with these people. Yes. Everything. Yeah, well, that's our time. Yeah. Um, I don't think we need to leave with, a, with an exit. I think Harry basically just summed it up. Yeah, Lord, little... you want to say something? Well, all I want to say is just got to get organized. All you organizers, organize the unorganized and let's get it together. All right? That's my boy right there. Yeah, definitely. Well, thanks for tuning in. That's, that's the show. Um, you know where to find us, Progressive Action Facebook group. Y'all got to pay y'all ties this week. And when we say pay y'all ties, y'all got to add members to the group, at least 50. That's how you pay your ties with Progressive Action. Um, follow the, 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 the Twitter, Progressive Act, and our Instagram, Progressive Action. Catch y'all next week. Peace. Have a good night, everybody.